It is Monday, June 1st, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. What a weekend of racing. If you didn't know any better, you wouldn't even know there was a pandemic going on right now. So much racing going on from coast to coast, major series, sprint cars, uh, sprint cars, light models, world of outlaws, all stars. I mean, you name it, power eye, all kinds of things in action this weekend. Uh, We'll jump right in and recap a bunch of these races, get you kind of up to speed on what went on this weekend. Plus, we'll talk about some other winners um, and some other things that are going to happen this week. So first of all, the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series took on Lake Ozark Speedway this weekend for two nights, Friday and Saturday. A limited crowd was able to attend the races. On Friday night, it was Casey Kane who went quick time in qualifying. Heat races were won by Tyler Courtney, Jacob Allen, Logan Schuhart, and David Gravel. Brad Sweet went for a wild ride in the first heat race. He tumbled multiple times down the backstretch. Go check out that video if you haven't seen that. He finished last in his heat because of that crash and was forced to a backup car for the remainder of the night. Jacob Allen won the dash and started on the front row with his teammate Logan Schuhart. Brian Bell won the B main and transferred with Kyle Bellum, uh, Craig Kinzer, and Anthony Macri. Sweet ended up seventh in the B. He was forced to use a provisional to start the night's feature. He would start 25th. On the start of the feature, Schuhart used the momentum on the top to take the lead. On a restart five laps into the main event, uh, Jacob Allen was actually able to clear his Shark Racing teammate into turn one for the lead, but hit a bump. The car got crazy upset, started bouncing all over the place, and actually ended up flipping over. Um, super sucks again for Jacob. It, it just like it's just over and over again. Like that, you, you know, we kind of have this heartbreak. Allen, you know, Jacob's at the front of one of these fields, leading late. All kinds of stuff happens, um, and it just he just can't seem to close. He's just snake bitten. It's just it's just it's really difficult to watch. But over the remaining 25 laps, Schuhart was never really challenged for the lead after Jacob crashed. Uh, Sheldon Hoddenshield briefly closed in traffic, but could never really mount a charge. It was Schuhart's second win of the season. Hoddenshield settled for second. Donnie Schatz finished third, Shane Stewart fourth, and Kerry Madsen from 18th up to fifth. Brad Sweet was able to charge from 21st to finish eighth, so he continues his top 10 streak. Um, the first night, too, with, with Logan winning, his top five streak continues um, as well. I tweeted some stuff out on Saturday following Friday night's program. Uh, Logan's top five streak actually extends back into last season in October at the previous visit to Lake Ozark Speedway, I believe is a span of 11 races that Logan has finished in the top five uh, after Friday night's program. On Saturday, Saturday night for the Sprint Car Series, Kyle Larson went quick time in qualifying while he, Ian Madsen, Craig Kinzer, and Sam Haverty won heat races at Lake Ozark. Kyle Larson won the dash with Craig Kinzer starting with him on the front row. Rico Abreu won the B-Main uh, with Anthony, Mac- uh, Anthony Macri, Dominic Selzy, and Carson Short transferring. The feature was really a back-and-forth affair between Larson and Schatz. Larson led the first 14 laps, but Schatz got by him in lap traffic to lead the next four laps. Larson stayed right with him, though, and retook the lead on lap 19 with a big move down the backstretch. He went three wide with a lap car to take the lead. Larson was a bit better than Schatz and looked like he was probably going to pull away for the win, but a caution with two laps remaining gave Schatz a chance. On the restart, Schatz got a run down the backstretch and threw a big slider at Larson in turns three and four. Larson crossed him over on corner exit to maintain the lead, but the two were side by side. Schatz rolled the top through one and two on the next lap, um, coming to the white flag, or on the white flag lap, excuse me, and was able to clear Larson down the backstretch. Larson then banged the wall in turns three and four. That kind of broke his momentum and allowed shots to slip away to his second win of the season. 
Larson was second, Brad Sweet third, Shane Stewart fourth, and David Gravel finished fifth. Logan Schuhart's top five streak that I just talked about was busted after Saturday night, but he finished sixth, though not too far outside of that. Uh, following the weekend, Logan leads the points by 12 over Brad Sweet. Donnie Schatz is third. He's 28 points back. Darren Pittman is fourth, and Shane Stewart is fifth. Stewart continues to be strong in that Indy Race Parts 71. His last four races include three fourth-place finishes and a sixth. So great stuff that him and Bernie are doing in that 71. I talked about that last week as well. Kyle Larson also has three top two finishes in the previous four races. So great stuff so far uh, here in the last uh, couple of weeks from Kyle Larson. He's a little bit further back in the points. Didn't run super great at Volusia. Um, so he's a little bit further back of the guys at the front. The Sprint Car Series is back in action this weekend at Beaver Dam Raceway for two nights of racing that you can watch live on Dirt Vision. Over to the World of Outlaws Late Model Series. They took on Davenport Speedway Friday night and Saturday night. On Friday, they were on the smaller quarter-mile racetrack at Davenport. Bobby Pierce went overall quick time with Chris Simpson fastest in the other group. Heats were won by Pierce, Brandon Shepard, Chris Simpson, and Ryan Unziger. Rich Bell and Daryl Lanigan won the night's B-Mains. At the green flag, Pierce jumped to the lead from the pole. Through the 30-lap feature, there were actually five leads changes at the front between Pierce, Brandon Shepard, and Ricky Thornton Jr. The final 10 laps, though, go back and watch those highlights, was a dogfight between Thornton Jr. and uh, Brandon Shepard up front. Shepard was rolling the bottom, Thornton up top. Coming to the uh, the checker, though, the two actually ended up swapping lanes. Shepard went to the high side. Thornton was on the bottom. Um, and out of turn four, Shepard was able to get just enough of a run to beat Thornton back to the line by 7 thousandths of a second. Insanely close finish. Ricky Weiss finished third, Ryan Unzerker fourth, and Shannon Babb was fifth. There was a lot of chatter that I saw after the race about the finish. Some thought Thornton got screwed. The camera angle didn't really show the finish super great. Um, even announcer Rick Eshelman was confused about who the winner was. He thought it was Thornton just like watching it at the time, but the cars use electronic transponders. I think we forget sometimes that there's a, a lot of uh, other things going on here, and, and we just assume that somebody got screwed because somebody made a call and and in this case that's just not true it's there are electronic transponders they either hit or they don't um, and in this case Shepard was the one who got there first by just a little bit um, over Ricky Thornton Jr. And it, and it doesn't help too with some of these streams where they have to put cameras you know some of these racetracks just don't have camera perches where they can put you know something right at the start finish line and the camera was at kind of out of turn four looking back down the front stretch to, so to see who won that race it was incredibly difficult to do that as you watch the backs of the cars uh, so I think it's it's a little Little, um, you know, a little bit bad form to, to, you know, to jump on social media and whine about something like this. It's, you know, it's electronic trans, you know, electronic timing and scoring. It is what it is. So, um, great win though for Brandon Shepard. Great racing up front over those final ten laps. Over to Saturday, the series moved to the larger half mile track at Davenport. Shannon Bad went quick time with Pierce leading the other group. Heats were won by Pierce, Frank Hickenass Jr., Brandon Shepard, and Ashton Winger. Jason Fager and Ricky Thornton won the night's B-Mains. Hickenass led the feature early from the uh, from the pole, but Shepard took over on lap five and led the rest of the way. He won on consecutive nights at Davenport on the quarter mile and the half mile. Pretty neat. Jimmy Mars was second, Chris Madden third, and a hard-charging Kay Diller was fourth. Frank Hickenass Jr. settled for fifth. Leaving Davenport, Brandon Shepard has now extended his World of Outlaws points lead to 74 over Ricky Weiss. Daryl Landigan is third, Chris Madden fourth, and Chase Youngins in fifth. The late models are back June 12th and 13th at Cochrane Motor Speedway in Georgia. Uh, don't forget this weekend is the big Eldora Stream late model weekend um, for the late model, uh, not for the late model series, but for late models. So, you know, a lot of times on these big racing weekends, the, the national series will be off so that the other guys can go race these bigger events, which is what you're seeing this weekend because this should have been the dream weekend. 
Um, jumping over to some other sprint car action, the All-Star Circuit of Champions return to racing this weekend. They officially open their point season at Park Jefferson Speedway Friday and Saturday. The early part of the All-Star season that they run in Florida is not for points, just kind of exhibition races, get some guys out to, to get some racing in, but not for points. Um, so now the races count starting this weekend at Park Jefferson Speedway. Uh, the weekend was also a co-sanction with the IRA Sprint Car Series. On night one, Zeb Wise went quickest in qualifying, while Sawyer Phillips, Corey Elias, and Terry McCarl, Bill Baylog, and Kyle Ofa won the heat races. Justin Henderson and Aaron Reitzel won the night's dashes. Jake Blackhurst won the C, and Hunter Schurenberg won the B. Justin Henderson started on the pole. He led the first seven laps. Aaron Reitzel was able to run him down in lap traffic. He took the lead on lap eight. Over the remainder of the 25-lap feature, Reitzel was just masterful. He navigated lap traffic. Uh, there was also a late restart. Uh, but it, none of it mattered. He actually drove away to a fairly sizable win over Corey Eliason, Justin Henderson, Brock Zierfoss, and Trey Starks. Moving over to Saturday at Park Jefferson, Aaron Reitzel was quick time with Justin Peck, Hunter Schoenberg, Austin McCarl, Tony Stewart, and Chad Baseflug winning heat races. Dashes were won by Austin McCarl and Tony Stewart. Skylar G won the B main. Uh, this feature was something else. At the start, Tony Stewart, he jumped to the early lead. He led until lap six when Corey Eliason made a big move under Stewart and a lap car to take the top spot. The two, the two continued to battle until lap 13. They were working lap traffic and Eliason actually got turned around. Um, I don't know if he actually made contact with that lap car or not. It was kind of tough to tell on the video, um, but he got turned around right in front of Tony Stewart, um, kind of took him out of contention. That handed the lead over to Stewart, but on the ensuing restart, it turned into a three-car battle for the lead between Austin McCarl, Stewart, and Aaron Reitzel. McCarl actually was able to settle in out front but a few laps later, he got into lap traffic. That allowed Aaron Reitzel to close for the lead. The two then traded positions in traffic over the final laps, back and forth, all over the place. Um, pretty insane racing. Reitzel actually cleared McCarl down the backstretch, coming to the checkered, but McCarl muscled to his inside in the final two corners and beat the defending series champion back to the line for his first ever series victory. Danny Dietrich was third, Tony Stewart fourth, and Paul McMahon was fifth. With only two race nights now officially counting for the points, Aaron Reitzel is the points leader over Austin McCarl, Brock Zierfa, Danny Dietrich and Justin Henderson. The All-Stars are back this week starting their trek through the plains on Thursday night at Lawton Speedway in Oklahoma. If you have not watched that All-Star feature, go check that out. They've got the full feature replays over on Flow Racing. Go find those highlights. Incredible stuff there over the final few laps between McCarl and Reitzel for sure. After losing the opening night of the Turnpike Challenge to Rain, Power Eye was able to get in their uh, get in three of their four nights of racing this weekend. Logan Seavey, Buddy Kofoid, and Cannon McIntosh were the three winners over the three nights. The wins for Kofoid and McIntosh were actually their first ever Power Eye midget wins, so cool stuff there from some young drivers in the series, uh, both of those KKM drivers. But great racing over there for Power Eye. Other open wheel winners this weekend included Mark Smith. He got another USCS victory at Old Number One Speedway. Chad Trout won Saturday at Lincoln Speedway. Andy Forsberg won another 360 show at this time at Marysville. And shout out to Kyle Reinhardt, man. He super trucked from Pennsylvania or to Pennsylvania after racing Friday and Saturday with the Outlaws in Missouri. He grabbed his first ever 410 win on Sunday at Sealands Grove Speedway over a very stout Pennsylvania sprint car field. Uh, pretty cool stuff there for Kyle Reinhardt. If you want to see a full list of weekend winners. You can check that out over at tjslideways.com. He does a full uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday winner list of all the open wheel action, sprint cars, midgets, you name it. Um, so pretty neat stuff. Uh, over to the late model winners this weekend, they included Chris Ferguson um, at Cherokee Speedway and Rick Eckert at Sealands Grove Speedway on Saturday. To see a full list of late model winners, you can find that at Dirt on Dirt. Uh, check out the May schedule page for a full list of all of the May winners. 
Also wanted to mention Larry White and Matt Shepard grabbing modified wins Friday and Saturday at Chatham Speedway. Uh, interesting to talk about kind of Northeast modifieds running in the South, but obviously because of all of the restrictions in the Northeast right now, they're doing what they can to just get some races in. Um, but Shepard's win on Saturday was a $10,000 win, so great uh, for those guys down there. Another busy weekend of racing on tap. Uh, I mentioned World of Outlaws Sprint Cars in action this weekend. All-Stars are back. Um, you got the Dirt Late Model stream this weekend from Eldora. So ton of stuff to talk about this week. We'll keep you abreast on all of it. There's still a few more drivers that are going to be added to the entry list for Eldora. We'll talk about that when we uh, know who those drivers are um, and then get you up to speed on all of the things getting ready for this weekend. We'll talk about some more analytics stuff. We'll do some more World of Outlaws predictions. So it'll be another busy week on the show. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Hope you got a chance to check out some of the racing this weekend because it was fantastic. And I don't know if it's just because we've been starved, uh, you know, over the last couple of weeks, couple of months, um, you know, with, with the pandemic going on, but these races back just seem like they've been incredible. There's a lot of intensity, you know, a lot of, you know, lead changes and, and crazy finishes and things like that. It's been really fun to watch here as racing has got back going again. So um, that's the show for today. Hope everybody has a good Monday. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com and you can follow along at facebook.com slash dirttracker, twitter.com slash dirttracker and the website itself, dirttracker.com. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler and you can sign up for the Dirt Tracker weekly newsletter on the site. Um, I got some Dirt Tracker stickers um, in, uh, what, what was that, about a week ago? I've given some away on social media, um, and I will probably continue to do that because I still actually, if you're watching the live feed, I have a, a whole stack of them right here. Um, they're still in the plastic, but um, I've got a whole bunch of those that I would like to start giving away um, kind of between social media and you know, maybe like if you subscribe to the YouTube channel, maybe I'll give some uh, some YouTube subscribers some, some stickers as well. So if you have some ideas of how you would like me to give those away, I'll certainly listen to those as well, but we'll be giving some of those out here in the coming days and weeks as well. So thanks everybody for tuning in today. We will see you tomorrow for more Dirt tracker daily.